I think Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, another one of our Michigan insiders is standing by. Tim May from Columbus, Ohio, one of the better Buckeye insiders, said he would come on, but he asked Superfly if only if Bill promises not to yell at me. And I, I told Superfly in a reply text, tell him only before he comes on and after he comes on will I yell. Uh, Clayton Safey, no reason to yell at him from the Wolverine.com. Clayton, can you believe Shiano? I'm ticked off. I have to talk about it when he's one of the guys who started this. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, you know, the report comes out yesterday that Rutgers and Ohio State colluded and gave Purdue signals of Michigan's, which Dan Wetzel, I thought, wrote a great column this morning over on Yahoo Sports saying, well, if that's not advanced scouting, in-person scouting, then I don't know what is. And obviously Rutgers played Michigan before Ohio State did, so guessing they had some collusion for that game as well. Um, it, the hypocrisy of, of a lot of people involved, from reporters nationally to um, you know these different coaches who are talking anonymously to news organizations but get quote-unquote ticked off when they get asked about it now that they're accused at their own press conferences. Um, it's, it's pretty, I don't even want to say stunning at this point because nothing is, is stunning me right now, but it's hypocritical uh, for Greg Schiano, obviously. And he says, yeah, I want to focus only on Iowa. We got Iowa this week. They're a good team and whatever. Well, don't, don't you think Jim Harbaugh would like to focus right now just on Penn State? It's a top 10 matchup they have this weekend. But certainly, uh, you know, he's preparing if he has to, to literally go to court this week so that he can coach on Saturday and coach the rest of the season because the Big Ten may forego due process and punish Michigan preemptively. So the whole thing's crazy and you know, I think that it's opening that can of worms that we've talked about over the last week or so where, okay, if this is going to be what's going to happen now, this is going to be the precedent for the Big Ten, then if you're accused, you know, what happens to you? And, uh, and we're seeing that just in the last couple of minutes, two huge uh, Michigan lawmakers, 11 in the uh, Michigan legislation, penned a letter to Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti requesting that he gives Michigan due process. So, there's a lot of pushback, feels like, in the last 24 hours from people saying, hey, you may not want to go down this road, Tony, uh, because it could get kind of messy. Well, you go back to when they sent their notice, which was, what, Monday afternoon, I think, correct? Yeah, it was 48 hours. I believe so. Yeah, so since Monday, with the, the Rutgers-Ohio State-Purdue collusion with their coaches and the play charts that were published by Sports Illustrated, when you look at Ross Dellinger on Monday saying that the NCAA – source told him there has been no connection made uh, from Connor Stallions to Harbaugh. Now, now you roll in state lawmakers. You're getting RG3. You're getting Dan Wetzel, uh, Brett McMurphy, some trying to maintain some journalistic integrity. I And again, I threw out our Honolulu Blue huge question of the day. I, I don't think, you know, what will the punishment be, if any? I the Big Ten has to back down on this. They have to. They have think to. So. Yeah, you, you would think so. It, it feels like it's trending more in that direction. Um, but, you know, there, there are egos at play here, too. I mean, it's Tony Petiti, who already gave Michigan notice, like you said, a couple days ago of potential punishment. Now, that doesn't mean punishment's going to come, but they gave Michigan notice, and then Michigan had about 48 hours to respond. That 48 hours is almost up, and then the Big Ten will make their determination. We're told Thursday, tomorrow, if anything happens. So we'll know one way or the other. And then if they do punish, and let's say they suspend Jim Harbaugh, 
then Michigan will go to court almost immediately um, and, and get this injunction filed. And Michigan's hoping that gets granted so he can continue to coach. But yeah, it, it feels like with some of the you know court of public opinion, which by the way seems to be what is uh, what is influencing Tony Petiti quite a bit, you know, from coaches and, and athletic directors and presidents to even the general public, you know, some in the media. Last week, when there was all this momentum to punish Michigan, it seems like the momentum's going in the other way now. Even some people on ESPN flipping their opinions, um, and, and obviously the columns we talked about from some of these guys who really cover it. You know, they cover all these NCAA cases. They're not, you know, stationed here in Ann Arbor, so it's you know I understand to an extent when people can take things for a grain of salt when you're looking at partisan lines. But these are you know people that are uh, you know unbiased in this, like Dan Wetzel, who does a great job. And I feel like it's starting to turn, you know, the tide's starting to turn in the other direction. And maybe some of these schools that are accused, maybe they will uh, take the foot off the gas a little bit when it comes to pressure because they don't want the same thing to happen to them, for Tony Petiti to step in and do something to them. But it's just amazing, too, that if you think of the SEC and, and what the action would be, I mean, could you imagine the SEC commissioner, Greg Sankey, stepping in and punishing one of his own schools that's, you know, not only just any school, but one that's contending for the national championship. Uh, when the NCAA is saying, "Hey, we got to let this play out," um, it, you just couldn't imagine it. So it would be a you know pretty tough first step, in my opinion, for Tony Petiti as the commissioner. He's only been here a few months, and uh, you know he's thrown into the fire certainly with a tough situation. But um, you know, I think cooler heads should probably prevail on this one. If he goes ahead with the hardball punishment, I'll, I'll say, and he doesn't send out a letter of notice about the sportsmanship rule broken by Purdue, Ohio State, or Penn State, or excuse me, Purdue, Ohio State, or Rutgers. Not like I want to accuse Franklin of anything, but we'll go with the Sports Illustrated story with the detailed uh, play call sheets. Uh, Where is that notice sent out today? Uh, You're not going to disrupt their game weeks, and uh, Shiano's ticked off. Uh, The hypocrisy is just in. Bill Self gets a lifetime contract. I it's how the NCAA works. Here's a uh, from Lansing uh, today. State reps Phil Skeggs, a Democrat out of East Grand Rapids, and Graham Filler, a Republican out of Clinton County, along with nine other members of the Michigan House and Senate, both Democrat or Democratic and Republican, sent a letter to the Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti, urging the conference to ensure the University of Michigan receives a fair unbiased investigation into allegations of rule-breaking by members of the University of Michigan football staff and that no punishment be placed on the university until the investigation is complete. It's absolutely vital that members of the Big Ten Conference receive due process in any investigation, especially those that may have been initiated by allegations from parties with clear conflicts of interest, Skagg said, we must not punish the dedicated players, coaches, and staff of the University of Michigan football program based on incomplete evidence. We know that college football is a topic charged with emotions on all sides. What's important here is to let the facts determine the outcome of this investigation, said Filler, co-founder of the Big Ten Athletics blog, Off Tackle Empire. The NCAA investigation of the University of Michigan football program is ongoing. And the full letter is at housedems.com. Housedems.com. I'm not saying that's the only time that web address will ever be given out on the huge show, but that is housedems.com. If you want to go 
Uh, check that out. So there it is, Clayton. Uh, Tony yeah. Petiti. Yeah, Monday when it looked like the world was ending and the way this story has shifted, if he's going to walk out and not send a sportsmanship letter to Purdue, Rutgers, or Ohio State with that published story, there's been no published evidence, by the way, connected to Stallions or Harbaugh. Nothing. Now, there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of allegations. There is the CMU thing, which Chris Ballas told us earlier, Clayton, that there's a new story coming connected to that. Uh, and, and the new game show I saw on the Game Show Network, the advertising, who is Connor Stallions has taken off. It's going to be as big as Wheel of Fortune. So, <laughs> And then we got the vacuum salesman, Connor Stallions. We have the LLC uh, owner uh, in Montana, Connor Stallions. He dropped Blake Corum's name. Corum, again, didn't sign any documents, but he, you know, I, I, I could see Connor Stallions, at least from what we've found out about in the last three weeks of name dropping a lot of those guys to get business connections, took on his homeowners association, blamed a Michigan State fan for the complaints that he was running a vacuum uh, sales operation out of his house, which, again, I know, I know me. Whenever I say to myself, you know, I could use some extra cash. I'm going to open up a vacuum sales operation. People are walking by going, Bill, what do you got there? Uh, this is a Dyson 2000. <laughs> a vacuum right. up. What's he selling next? Encyclopedias door to door? Capabilities are endless, I think. I mean, he keeps uh, popping up everywhere we oh, go. Oh, the movie. I, I said it's a John U. Bacon book already with a movie script that's being written just from what's been made public so far. I mean, I'm, no watch, I, I'm watching CMU last night, and I'm thinking, and now where I look, even I'm walking on the street, somebody go, that guy looks like Connor Stallions. It's like everywhere you go, you think Connor Stallions. That's, you know, I'm going through a drive through getting a breakfast sandwich. The guy goes, that'll be nine eighty nine. I'm like, I think that's Connor Stallions. Yeah, he's like catch. He's like Frank Abagnale from Catch Me If You Can. Uh, it's it's crazy he's everywhere. Uh, we'll see. But, uh, we're waiting to yeah. see what the. Uh, before I let you go, Clayton, what do you think the Big Ten's going to do? I mean, I I don't know. I'm probably fifty fifty at this point. I guess I would lean that they stick with their guns for some reason and and issue a punishment. But we can tell you from speaking to people at the University of Michigan, they're very confident in their chances of uh, being granted the injunction that Jim Harbaugh will almost immediately file. It seems like if he's suspended here indefinitely, but again, uh, nothing would surprise me at this point. Definitely seems like the tide has turned. And again, nobody here is saying that Michigan shouldn't eventually be punished at some point. I think the argument against this right now, the argument that those lawmakers just made in that letter you read off is that they get due process. We learn what the facts are. And then every, we'd all be the first one to say that, that Michigan would de- deserve some sort of punishment. But um, I, I'm going to stick with that we're going to head to a, a court case, it seems like, on, on Thursday. And I kind of wish I had a law degree to cover college football at this point. Well, you know what? Speaking of a law degree, my next guest will join us in studio, David Gregory, a lawyer by trade, NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports. Uh, he'll check in. Here in just a few seconds, Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com. You can follow Chris Ballas, Clayton Safey, Anthony Broom uh, for the latest connected to this story. Thanks for your opinions and the update, Clayton. Appreciate it. Have a good one.